Greetings and salutations. We're here and we're back again. Uh, I'm David O'Callaghan and this is a podcast looking at all things releasing weekly on streaming and in cinemas with a bit of new music and pop culture chats thrown in. Another week, another legion of, oh my god, content to distract you. It's, I just, it's just, it never ends people, it never ends. What you will probably notice this week is there's this weird continuing shift uh, within the streaming world where content, where it used to be dropping on a Friday, which was probably Netflix-led at the time, and now Wednesday, kind of Disney Plus kind of came in with a Wednesday drop of new series and content, probably to get ahead of Netflix. And then obviously Netflix said, well, you're not doing that. So now they're dropping content on a Wednesday. So it's, it's listen, it's absolutely non-stop. But we will get through this together. We're all in this together, as they say. So, shall we begin? What do you do in there? The smells? Power tools going all hours of the night? I hear screaming coming from your apartment. Trying to say I'm sorry. She gonna open your gift? First up, and having just dropped yesterday, Wednesday, Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story on Netflix is a it's pretty hard, hardcore, harrowing stuff. Between 1978 and 1991, 17 teen boys and young men were murdered by the convicted killer Jeffrey Dahmer. This new Ryan Murphy series, a creator of American Crime Story and American Horror Story, this looks at the story of one of the most notorious killers in the United States. Uh, largely told from the point of view of his victims and their families, Dahmer's played by a very freaky Evan Peters, and as to be expected from Ryan Murphy, this one looks absolutely batshit. This series centres itself around the undeserved victims and their communities impacted by the systemic racism and institutional failures of the police that allowed one of America's most notorious serial killers to continue his murder spree in plain sight for over a decade. So that's the new Ryan Murphy series Dahmer Monster to Jeffrey Dahmer story now on Netflix. Spies. Saboteurs. Assassins. We've all done terrible things on behalf of the rebellion. Cassian Ander. Don't matter what you tell me or tell yourself. You'll ultimately die fighting these bastards. Wouldn't you rather give it all at once? To something real. Also released midweek and going head to head with Dahmer and or on Disney Plus is the much anticipated prequel to the Star Wars spin-off Rogue One, which came out in 2016. This series follows thief turned rebel spy Cassian Andor during the five years before the events of the film I've mentioned, Rogue One, and was created by Tony Gilroy. Diego Luna returns as the Rebel Alliance pilot slash intelligent agent Cassian Andor as the series follows an ensemble cast of characters during the time that a Rebel Alliance is forming opposition to the Galactic Empire. The first three of its 12 episodes have dropped uh, so far this week and listen it's hard not to get excited by this hopefully this will be a grittier version of the star wars we're used to like kind of mando but even more gritty um obviously rogue one is probably still one of the best star wars movies of the last few decades and hopes are extremely high 
here right here very high for this series so i'm very very excited so let's do this so that is andor which is now on disney plus also this week saw the release of season five of the handmaid's tale which has returned to rte with its first episode every wednesday they'll be showing the new episodes judging by what we've seen this season is going to be all about the head-to-head battle between june and serena and also by the looks of it gilead's attempts to become accepted globally as the norm yeah good luck with that lads uh, dark bleak and always entertaining in an extremely disturbing kind of way that's the handmaid's tale season five which is now on rte every wednesday nick prugo and alexis nyers were members of a burglary ring that targeted paris hilton orlando bloom and other a-list stars it was like they went shopping in my closet the defendants want to be famous the attorneys want to be famous it's like a up LA Greek tragedy. I've always been the type of person to kind of do whatever I had to get what I wanted, but I never thought in my wildest dreams that it would reach the level of criminality that it did. The real bling ring, Hollywood Heist on Netflix, is inspired by actual events. A group of fame-obsessed teenagers use the internet to track celebrities' whereabouts in order to rob their homes. Yes, this is all seeming a bit familiar. Because it is. Sophia Coppola directed the movie in 2013, starring Katie Chang and Emma Watson, and it's based on the bling ring robberies that took place in LA, suburbs, the rich suburbs of LA, between 2008 and 2009. This three part documentary has actual access to the gang that perpetuated the heist and have a few opinions of the movie. Of course they do, um, but still, <laughs> if you like this sort of thing, I mean, I'm all in. Give it to me. So that's the real bling ring Hollywood heist, which is now available on Netflix. Fortune Seller, a TV scam, is also out on Netflix. And this is an Italian true crime documentary telling the story of Fonna Marchi, who was either a very savvy saleswoman or a most devious scammer. I think you know where this one's going. She was the undisputed queen of Italian TV shopping in the late 80s and early 90s. Absolute rock star. One of the most intriguing and talked about Italian women of the 90s. Um, this follows her from controversial slimming creams that she sold to amulets that helped people predict the lotto numbers. <laughs> she's absolutely an un- a force of nature. You have to see her to, be, to believe. And she's been interviewed here and she's mad as bad cats. Huge, massive TV success. Absolutely absolutely massive and then the scams revealed and the inevitable outcome occurs so this is fortune seller a tv scam which is now on netflix and comes highly recommended if this is your sort of jam what the hell he took my daughter hold on who did i have to track him stay here Hey, where are you going? To find my child! If you slow me down, I will leave you behind. Give me space to disappear. Where is he taking her? I don't know. Things are escalated. Next up, we have Lou on Netflix. Alison Janney and Journey Smollett head the cast of this uh, action thriller about an attempt by two women to rescue a kidnapped girl. As the storm rages, the young girl is kidnapped and her mother teams up with the mysterious woman next door 
to pursue the kidnappers, a journey that will test their limits and expose shocking secrets from their past. Yep, all good so far. But more importantly, this movie sees Alice and Johnny go all Rambo and badass on the bad men. I'm going to repeat that. Alison Johnny goes Rambo and badass on the bad men. Why would you even still be here? So that is Lou, which drops on Netflix on Friday. When you grow up in a community where everything you know is powerful and good and it's black, there's no concept of race that defines Cindy Poitier. I left the Bahamas with this sense of myself. And from the time I got off the boat, America began to say to me, you're not who you think you are. I'm a black man in a white There was a habit in Hollywood of utilizing blacks in the most disrespectful ways. And I said, I cannot play that. I don't think Sydney ever played a subservient part. Sydney on Apple TV Plus comes from producer Oprah Winfrey and this revealing documentary interviews historians and film experts as they honour the legendary Sidney Poitier and his legacy as an iconic actor, filmmaker and activist at the centre of Hollywood and the civil rights movement. Featuring candid interviews with Denzel Washington, Halle Berry, Robert Redford, Lenny Kravitz, Barbara Streisand, Spike Lee, etc. etc. This film is produced by Derek Murray in a close collaboration with the Poitier family. So this one looks like a real cracker that's the brand new documentary Sydney on Apple TV Plus from Friday. For those of you out there who love your foreign movies and drama, there are some very, very worthy options for you this week. First up, Athena on Netflix is an intense French movie which has had strong festival buzz most recently at the Venice Film Festival. The tragic killing of a young boy ignites an all-out war in the community of Athena. This thriller reveals the conflict that rips apart three brothers when the video circulates of their youngest sibling apparently being killed by cops. This is a visceral action drama about the powder keg of racial and religious tensions in modern France. An absolute must watch. I would highly recommend this one. That's Athena, which is on Netflix from Friday. The Perfumier on Netflix is the German option this week. And this one, (laughs) yeah, it's very interesting. It's a female detective who's lost her sense of smell and steals a potion from a deranged perfume maker who himself kills to create the perfect concoction. She steals the perfume so she can hold on to the man she believes she loves. Looks slightly deranged, but it's probably worth a nose. Yes, I went there. That's the Perfumier now on Netflix. And finally, we have the Spanish release, The Girls at the Back, which is also on Netflix. Five women in their 30s who have been friends since school and have always organised week, a week's holidays together every year without exception. However, this year, the circumstances are special because one of them has just been diagnosed with cancer. In this moving comedy, the five friends plan a series of chaotic bucket list challenges for their annual vacation to cater for this sad turn of events. You can expect all the emotions in this comedy drama that is The Girls at the Back, from Spain, out on Friday on Netflix. Harden has so many demons. I was young, in love, and I was terrified. But he's trying to be better for me. I just keep dragging you into my shit, Tess, and it's not fair. Inside the black hole. I don't know if I can keep fighting to save him rather than myself. We need time apart. You can't just escape yourself by moving from one place to another. Yes, it's time for the You Know Who You Are section. And there's actually quite a lot for you lot this week. Now and then I include myself in the you lot. (laughs) Maybe not so this week. After Ever Happy 
uh, on Prime Video is the final film in the After series based on the book series from Anna Todd. This is, yeah, it's it's hard. <laughs> Listen, you're either, if you're on the boat, you're on the boat and you're excited. If you're not on the boat, just stay off the boat. Uh, it's... It's a drama film. It's based on the 2015 novel of the same name. Oh, it's yo. What can I? What more can I say? I just <laughs> my heart isn't in this one. It's but <laughs> enjoy it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not even going to do the plot lines. I can't. I can't do it. So that's after ever happy on Prime Video for the fans. Also out this week on Disney Plus is <laughs> The Kardashians, season two, because uh, obviously the Kardashians are starting all over again on Disney Plus. And this is the new uh, season, which uh, I'm well aware there are a lot of people very excited and rejoicing as they, you know, hang out with Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall and Kylie. So here we have the family welcoming back all their viewers to stand with them through their biggest triumphs and struggles. You know what you're getting with the Kardashians and that is season two now on Disney+. Plus. Designing Miami, now available on Netflix, is for those people with a large hole in their lives with selling Sunset and selling the OC both off the airs. Miami's two hottest interior designers aren't just competitors, they are also husband and wife. Ellen and Ray Jimenez are making South Florida chicer one house at a time. Uh, this show will give viewers a glimpse into how the design power couple juggles their deep-pocketed clients, a staff of young designers, their close-knit families and their relationship with each other. Working with a family, meh, looks like it's not always easy, but they manage to pull it off with a heavy dose of humour. They look really, really fun and a bit of crack. So that is Designing Mammy... Ma- designing Mammy... <laughs> designing Miami on Netflix. Oh my God, this section has me ridiculously giddy. I have no idea why. Focus. Focus, Dave. For the little ones who are fans of Karma's World, season four returns this week on Netflix. Lyrically gifted middle schooler Karma juggles rap dreams and rhyme schemes while using her talent, ambition and heart to solve any problem. Uh, An inspiring musical series from the mind of hip-hop icon and actor Chris Bridges, who also voices Karma's dad. So there are fans out there for, well, Liddleys for Karma's World, and that is season four, which now returns to Netflix. However, if you have kids who love a good old nature documentary or you're an adult who also loves a bit of nature, what about this? Nothing is what it seems. There are creatures all around us that appear ordinary but possess superpowers we are only beginning to understand. Supernatural on Disney Plus is a brand new nature documentary featuring the voiceover and narration of Benedict Cumberbatch and is produced by James Cameron and looks and focuses on the extraordinary sensory perception abilities of certain animals and insects. Huge, huge budget and a lot of hype behind this. It'll utilise the latest scientific innovations and leading edge filmmaking technology, obviously because James Cameron's involved, to reveal the secret powers and super senses of the world's most extraordinary animals absolutely looks fascinating looks absolutely gorgeous and stunning that's super natural now on disney plus over on netflix a jazz man's blues sees tyler perry step away from his normal comedy routine with this tale of forbidden love and family drama which unravels 40 years of secrets and lies against a soundtrack of juke joint blues in the deep south it's tyler perry so you will definitely get a load of drama you will definitely get a load of soap opera some really really strong 
judging by the trailer, musical tracks. But can it give us the Notebook vibes? Who knows? But it's there. It's waiting for you. It's on Netflix. That's Tyler Perry's A Jazz Man's Blues. We'll be looking to subsume either New York into London or vice versa. Okay. How do we protect ourselves? Your worth of the firm is your biggest account. Nicole, Robert Spearing from Fairpoint. And how those relationships are monetized. You need to produce. Does anyone have a relationship with Jesse Bloom? I'm not interested in people who comment on the direction of the wind. I'd much prefer if you could make it blow. Looking into early next week, because yes, there's stuff dropping everywhere, not just this weekend. Industry Season 2 returns, and this time it's being promoted to BBC One, and that's coming on Tuesday the 27th. So that's Season 2 of Industry. Uh, Series 1 followed the group of young graduates competing for permanent positions at Pierpoint and Company, a prestigious investment bank in London. I absolutely adore this insane series. It's it's amazing it's fascinating it's it's flawed lead characters i mean they have every flaw you can imagine there's all the drugs all the alcohol all the sex financial screw-ups it's unbelievable um and basically season two is coming and (laughs) it's a i never thought i'd say that the financial world would be an exhilarating and stress ball of a watch but by god is it and season two is not going to get any easier for this loss this hbo bbc joint series as i said is an absolute must see find the first season if you haven't seen it watch it season two starts tuesday 28th or 27th of september on bbc one from the sublime to ridiculous the monsters movie yes anybody who remembers them uh, made by rob zombie uh, basically got kicked off the cinema circuit because the vibe was not good and now it's been dumped onto netflix and to make it even worse they're dumping it on a tuesday which is probably the worst thing possible um it's not a good sign the trailer is absolutely shocking and it's actually so bad it feels like a wind-up so maybe that's not the real thing but it's unbelievable if you look at it um but at the moment it's the moment of truth is actually on the way finally coming on tuesday september 27th that's rob zombies the monsters on netflix oh dear dear god help us all and finally for this week in streaming or on terrestrial tv whatever you want to call it we have the inside man which will be on bbc one on monday the 26th of september this is a new crime drama from sherlock creator stephen moffat and looks set to turn the whodunit genre on its head the series is a four-parter and will follow a mystery added that entwines a prisoner on death row played by stanley tucci a vicar played by david tennant and a maths teacher who happens to be trapped in a cellar huh what's happening who knows who cares it's four episodes it's Stephen Moffat it's Stanley Tucci and it's David Tennant yes get in back of the net so that is The Inside Man which starts on BBC One on Monday September 26th and there you go that's your streaming done the giddiness has passed we made it through there's enough there to keep you going through the weekend and into early next week by the looks of things but Obviously, it's time now to look at the cinema releases for the week. All of you wives. We men, we ask a lot. We ask for strength. Food at home. A house clean. 
and discretion above all else. Boys and their toys. At least we know they're getting work done. Welcome to the Victory Project. Well, here we are. Don't worry, darling finally opens in cinemas this weekend. A movie that has had so much insane pre-release red carpet drama that it's actually hard to focus on the fact there's a movie involved with the release also. But it's here. So, okay, to the movie. First things first, Olivia Wilde's last movie and her directorial debut, Booksmart, is probably one of the best teen movies of the last 10 years. Absolutely adore it. If you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. It is sensational. Love it. To death. So my hopes, obviously, going in here on this Stepford Wives-esque vibe of a movie were quite high. Hmm, where do we go now? Okay, on the positive side, visually, it is quite lavish, coming across as a beautiful dystopian madman. Florence Pugh runs the show. She's an amazing actress, and she absolutely carries the movie all the way on her shoulders. But overall, as a movie, oh, boy, oh, boy, lads, lasses, it's a struggle. How can I say this without going in two-footed? It's a slow burn of a movie without the burn. It's two hours of a Black Mirror Light episode that's 90 minutes too long. Ultimately, it's probably just not very entertaining, especially compared to the madness surrounding the movie in the real world. Oh, if only some of that crazy had rubbed off onto the big screen, we would have had been so entertained. The final act is, is quite good, but that's probably because... The first few acts are just, yeah, nothing much happening. So, sadly, don't worry, darling. I think darling should definitely worry. That is now in cinemas. For those of you out there awaiting the return of those big blue people, James Cameron's original 2009 Avatar movie gets a re-release on the big screen this week ahead of the sequel in December. A movie franchise that was hugely successful but can cause many a fight as people are very divided on their opinions of this movie. However, this attempt to get folks re-energised ahead of the movie should be a really interesting experiment and give us a feel as to what the buzz is for the new one, which looks definitely interesting. So Mr. Cameron is betting on blue. Next up we have Dio, Dreams Never Die, hair metal fantasy rock legend Ronnie James Dio, oh what a man, uh, finally gets the documentary he deserves. From Rainbow to Black Sabbath to his own iconic band, Dio, this very limited cinema release is a must-see for any heavy metal fans left out there. Yeah, there's a few of us anyway. So check your local listings, and yes, I'll be front and centre at the lighthouse with my patched denim jacket, ripped jeans and the biggest hair possible. So that is Dio, Dreams Never Die. And finally, in the cinema this week, before its release on Netflix, we have Blonde. This is a movie written and directed by Andrew Dominic and adapted from the 2000 novel of the same name by Joyce Carol Oates. It is a fictionalised take on the life of American actress Marilyn Monroe, played by Anna de Armas, and is already causing quite a stir on the festival circuit. This one feels like it was made with the intention of causing controversy, so it's all kicking off. But... If you want to see it on the big screen, it's here for a few days in limited release and then drops on Netflix next Wednesday, September 28th. That is Blonde. And those are your cinema releases for the week. Uh, Some new music dropping this week. First up, we have The Editors and EBM, the Birmingham band's seventh album, believe it or not. All sounding very synth-heavy and extremely gloomy, and I am all here for this wonderful, wonderful stuff. So that is The Editors' new album, EBM. 
Fresh from her success in Stranger Things and her new movie Do Revenge, which was released last week, Maya Hawk releases her second album, Muss, on Friday. You can expect some chilled pop folk tunes of a very relaxed and easy nature. The curiosity alone should make you listen to this. So that is Maya Hawk releasing her second album, Muss. And finally, Tim Burgess, fresh from his fame during lockdown with his listening parties on Twitter, releases Typical Music, a new double album featuring 22 brand new shiny songs. Yeah, should be an interesting one. That is Tim Burgess' Typical Music. Yeah, some decent tunes out there this week. Your ears will be quite happy with that lot. Under this week's banner of three things we learnt in pop culture this week, first up, Constantine is back. It was reported that Warner Brothers are developing a Constantine sequel which will see Keanu Reeves returning to star as the cynical exorcist and demonologist. Original director Francis Lawrence is also coming back to direct. All very exciting. The original was released in 2005 and I'm not going to lie, it was absolutely a blast. And actually over the last 15 plus years, has kind of grown into a cult classic. So it's a very welcome return to Constantine. Also returning to the big screen, Karate Kid. Yes, Sony Pictures announced there's a new Karate Kid movie in the works, which has been slated for a June 7th, 2024 release. Literally out of the blue, people were very excited. It was all very vague. But just to warn you, Cobra Kai heads... You need to calm the hell down. Because Joss Horitz, the co-creator, tweeted straight away, uh, I'd love to make the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai movies and hope to do someday. But this one isn't from us or focused on the Cobra Kai cast. Don't know much about it, but wish it well. Well, that's a kick in the... Anyway, what can you do? So that's... Yeah, we can only dream. So Karate Kid returned to the big screen, but not as Cobra Kai. So there you go. And finally, and probably the biggest story of the week, was an article in the Hollywood Reporter that dropped all sorts of reveals and hints about the future of Warner Brothers and Discovery, going so far as to possibly claim that none other than Comcast, aka NBC Universal, are in the market to buy it and its incredible streaming platforms like HBO Max, etc., which actually would be a lot better than its current uh, streaming platform, Peacock, which nobody really cares about. Suddenly, all the recent moves and counter moves by current Warner's Discovery boss, David Zasloff, kind of seen a bit more coherent, and it's all about trimming the fat, as they say, at Warner Brothers by April 2024, which looks like the date that this could happen. Huge, huge rumbles in the jungle over there. This is very similar to the when 20th Century Fox, when Disney bought 20th Century Fox. Bit of a shocker, kind of insane and disturbing times ahead. But, as we all know, it's a long way to go and a lot more twists and turns in this Hollywood thriller. The end game will get there and it'll be interesting to see what happens here. So that's the big, big bombshell that Comcast are sniffing around a takeover of Warner Brothers Discovery. And there you go. We're all done. You're all settled in and ready to rock for another weekend or a week of mayhem. So plenty to keep you occupied there. This is David O'Callaghan for the Here and Back Again podcast. Wishing you all the best. And until next week, stay safe and binge happy.
So there you are now, sitting around, looking for more content, despite the fact there's too much content and you haven't got time to watch any of it. But you want more content? Well, let's give it to you. Actually, it's very appropriate that Tudum, or Tudum, the Netflix kind of showcase, is on Saturday on YouTube. Uh, it'll be on 6pm Irish time. And basically, what is Tudum? It's their showcase of all their kind of... Think of it as a Comic-Con for Netflix and showing all their kind of product that's coming and anybody can watch it and they've got obviously stuff about the new Squid Game and new movies and maybe more Stranger Things stuff and ta da 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 Yeah, so as if you're not already stressed out, why not watch this on Saturday at 6pm on YouTube, the Tudum, T-U-D-U-M, Netflix showcase and get more stressed out by the fact that they've got so much content coming, including obviously uh, Knives Out 2. Woohoo! That's it. Now, really, seriously, there's a lot to catch up on. Go away.